we know you can't get enough of your favorite flavors. Luckily, Kroger Free Pickup makes it easy to grab what you need without any surprise fees. Whether it's extra buns for the barbecue or those chips you just can't quit, start your cart with the Kroger app. Kroger, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply, subject to availability. It's the big $10 sale, so mix and match and get two, three, four, five, or even 10 for $10 with your card. So many great deals. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Welcome everyone to Too Good To Be True. This is a first for Too Good To Be True. We are going to conduct an interview in part one, and then later in the second show, part two, answer questions by narrating the psychic insight. There is a disclaimer that we are not professional interviewers. Our usual disclaimers will be included in part two. Okay, this is kind of a family affair. I'd like to welcome uh, Justina's uh, cousin, Hermione, and her partner, Shane Affleck, and... Um, I guess I'm Marnie's uncle as well, so it's a real family affair. And we're going to talk about um, Shane's experiences as a medium and also um, a little bit about Marnie's spiritual journey. The, 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 uh, their lives seem very connected, at least their spiritual lives seem to be very connected. So uh, I guess with no further ado, if you could uh, interest, introduce yourselves, starting with Shane. Hello there. So uh, my name's Shane. I'm... Um... I'm a psychic medium. I've worked with Spirit for the last five or six years. Um, I've worked with them since a younger age, but I've been in more under control with it for the last few years. 
Um, and I'm Marnie, and I've very recently, probably in the last year or so, just got into into it, and um, I'm learning all the time. Okay, um, let's get some definitions. We love definitions on this show. So a psychic is somebody who can see things that normal person people can't see or normally gifted people can't see or those that deny their gifts. Whereas a medium can actually contact uh, spirits or entities that are beyond uh, our world. So maybe um, we can say that uh, um, mediums are psychic, but not all psychics are mediums. So Shane, could you tell us a little bit about your medium work? So I... As I say, I'm a psychic medium, so I work with anything from thoughts, feelings, colours, energies, um, and then I work on platform, giving messages from spirit to their loved ones. I work in energy. I deal with energy clearing, home clearing. Um, I deal with demonic energies. I deal with healing. I'm a Reiki master. Um, I teach mediumship. I teach... Um, Reiki so I kind of go along with whatever spirit want me to do really I don't really have any choice in what I, how I work um, they want me to work so I'm very willing to really I suppose um, well, when you say you work on platform do you mean on stage or in a group or what does that yeah, actually mean uh, so on platform is a, 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 on stage um in front of in, you know, in front of a group of people, where I have, um, I've got one coming up again in a couple of weeks' time. People will come to the, the the group, sit as an audience, and I will pull through spirit who want to connect with them and give them the messages, whatever it is that you know spirit have to say to them. And uh, you're you you've got a day job. You're not. This isn't your um, your means of support. Uh, you you've got a career outside of your mediumship. That's correct. Yeah, absolutely. It? Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a catering manager in a care home, um, and I've I've been cooking for the last twenty years, um, near enough. And yeah, this is kind of the second part of my life. I suppose it's it's you know obviously it's not a job. It's something I do, and yeah, brilliant. I think this is a good time, Shane, um, if you want to mention your Facebook page and how people can actually get a hold of you. Okay. So, um, yeah, if you want to find me on Facebook, it's um, Shane Affleck Psychic Medium. Um, you can find me on there. You can message me. There's a kind of a brief kind of brief rundown of, of what gifts I have and what I work with and what I can do and, and whatever. Yeah, I can work remotely, so you don't necessarily have to be here in the UK. You can, or can do it globally. It's not a... Not an issue, you know. There's so many means of doing it these days, which um, was a big shock to me at the same time. So, as I've kind of learnt throughout time, as you know, working with spirit. So uh, let's let's start with the platform discussion. Um, your 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 book for a village hall or wherever. Yeah. And there's a group of people. How do you prepare for that? I mean, do you put up protection? Um, do you meditate? Yeah. yeah. So I always, I always um, protect myself. Now I'm not great at meditation. Uh, I tend to fall asleep if I'm sitting there very quietly. <laughs> um, my, what I've done, I kind of adapted myself. And bit, you know, the way my, you know, way mediumship works is all through intent. So I've kind of set the intent over the time that if I'm driving to work or, or driving somewhere, and I've, I, you know, I kind of, I get lost in meditation. Then that's when I kind of close my mind down and allow things to come to me. Um, so kind of spirit kind of know that that's how I work 
So, for example, my last platform a few weeks ago, um, there was a, a physical child who, that I saw that, that my attention got drawn to. Um, and this child was clearly uh, a sufferer of cancer. Um, and my mind, just for some reason, I, I kind of saw him and thought, OK, I'll acknowledge that. And then later on that evening, the actual during the, during the platform, the demonstration, um, a child with cancer came to me. Uh, and the, the, by the ways of communication he gave me, he made me remember the child that I saw in the physical world earlier on in the day. So I kind of every way is different. And when I kind of what I will do when I, I tend to like to set up my own the hall or the, wherever I am, I tend to set it up myself, which gives me time to focus. Um, and I just kind of close my mind and I, I have to walk around. The one weird thing I have to do, I have to walk to all four corners of the room touch the corner and keep going. I have to walk in and out of every single chair. I don't actually know why, but I know that if I do that, I'm creating a stronger link. Um, and then I just drink gallons and gallons of water. Um, Marnie laughs. She thinks it's quite comical, the amount of water I drink. I'll probably go through <laughs> 10 bottles in about an hour and a half. It's, it's unreal. <laughs> so so how is how are you accepted locally? Um, I would imagine that... Uh... It's only been recent there's been greater acceptance of psychics and mediums generally and i hear in the uk there's a lot of skepticism yeah you've you always face that um now most <laughs> my friends all laugh when they see me and they see it and they say oh i don't believe that you do that because i'm you know in in you know in my normal life i'm a, I'm a bit of a joker a bit of a, a bit of a plonker really I, I like to have a laugh and a joke and a bit of a wind-up merchant um but you, the other side of it, you do get a lot, you do face a lot of ridicule, unfortunately. And that tends to be from close-minded people that don't really know anything about spiritualism. And I, I kind of feel that there's an element of fear there, um, because of kind of fear of the unknown. Now, for me, I don't give those, those people the light of the day. I don't, I don't amuse them. I don't, you know, I kind of don't let them get away with it. I don't acknowledge, I just, whatever, really. I feel sorry for them, really, because they're kind of, they're judging me on something they know nothing about. Um, but there is, it's becoming a greater acceptance. Yeah. Locally, certainly. Um, you know, kind of once word, I, I kind of, I don't advertise massively. I do have a Facebook page. I don't massively advertise. I kind of let word of mouth kind of take over. Um, and I've just been so busy because of that. Um, and I kind of feel for me, I don't need to, to show off to, I don't have anything to prove to anybody. Um, I'm very blessed to have this lovely gift and, and yeah that's that really Let's move on to uh, Marnie if you wouldn't mind sharing kind of a little bit about your spiritual journey and how you got involved with this and how you kind of work along with Shane um, I met Shane when I um, asked him to come and do a reading for me um, I was at a time in my life where I needed a bit of guidance and um, I'd, I'd had hints of things like sort of during my life, but nothing, um, nothing that I really understood. And, and Shane spoke to me and said that he could see that yeah, I could, um, you know, potentially do what he did. And he offered to, um, to give me lessons. So for nearly a year, we had weekly lessons and worked a lot on meditation. We looked a lot on home clearing because that was one of the first things he did for me. Um, <clears throat> and... And we've we've dealt with um, with friends and family. Um, as I get more confident, um, it was nice to have friends and family, people I was comfortable with, being kind of guinea pigs for us. So we did some readings where they were happy for, to have both of us there. 
um, just for me to learn and we would do readings together um, and that really helped. What would you say to people who don't really believe in psychics and mediums, Marnie? Um, I'm very different to Shane. Shane's very relaxed. He's very chilled about it. He, he, like he says, he's got nothing to prove. I'm, I'm the opposite. I get quite um, defensive. I get quite cross about it. Um, I want to let people know about it, and I want to almost convert the non-believers, which is not an easy task and probably causes me more stress so I need to learn to be a little bit more relaxed I also want to to help people where I see people that need help I want to help them whereas Shane would wait for them to ask for help or be ready for help so I'm learning that I suppose it's patience so um, I got a question for Shane now um being the father of a daughter who was very gifted growing up, it was a difficult, I think it was very difficult for her. Um, so what were your experiences growing up? Uh, well, for me, I saw at a very young age, my mum, I remember stories of my mum telling me when I was a child, um, you know, kind of as soon as I could talk really, she used to listen to me at the bottom of the stairs, I would be talking to somebody and if I heard her, I would kind of go, mum's coming. Um, and then I kind of, I remember when I was about seven or eight years old, I confessed to having an imaginary friend who lived in the wall. Um, and I told her about him. Um, and then it kind of went quiet for years. I suppose once my awareness was raised, I suppose once you're a bit older, you kind of become aware, don't you? you? Shane, we'll have to go into a break here and continue discussing this after the short break. No problem. And thank you again for being a guest on our show. You're no listening worries. to Too Good to Be True with Justina Marsh and Pete Marsh on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xcbn.net. It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by shaman worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, Simultv.com, Simultv.com. What's Simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. 
SIMULTV.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a SIMULTV.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about SIMULTV.com. She even spelled it out for me. SIMULTV.com, Sonny Boy. SIMULTV.com. SIMULTV.com, Sonny Boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. SIMULTV.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about SIMULTV.com. SIMULTV.com. Shamanic healing is the key to personal empowerment. Why? All four levels of our being physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, must be addressed for us to enjoy balanced, healthy, abundant lives. Yet there are few provisions for spiritual or energetic healing. Shamanism, found at the root of all cultures, is a very effective spiritual healing modality. To find quality shamanic healing you can trust, regardless of where you live, look no further than find your Path Home Long Distance Shamanic Healing Program. All Path Home Long Distance Healing Practitioners have been trained and certified through Path Home Shamanic Art School. Change your life. Live abundantly. Schedule a long-distance shamanic healing session with Gwilda Wiecka or one of her quality practitioners today at findyourpathhome.com. And we have some very exciting guests with us today, all the way from the UK. It is Shane and my cousin Marnie, and they're on today sharing their experiences. And again, thank you so much for coming on our show. Hello. We'll just pick up after uh, after the break where we left off. And uh, you mentioned imaginary friends. And uh, that seems to be a very common observation. So what would you say to a parent who has a child that uh, claims to have an imaginary friend? I mean, for me, yeah, I suppose it's encouraging it, you know, encourage that. Because at the end of the day, it's not always going to be that it's, you know, the obvious that it is an imaginary friend. Quite often it will be a spirit, um, like mine was. Uh, my my mum was personally, she was quite supportive. She was never scared of it. I suppose that's the, the first thing is people get scared straight away. Um, I suppose for me, if you know, if it happened to my child, I would encourage it and I would kind of ask questions and see what he saw. Um, and then obviously if it was something I could um, evidence or something I could, you know, um, kind of not prove, if I could look into it for him, then I would do that, you know, kind of fact find if that was, you know, at all possible. You know, my, mine wasn't. Mine was called Timothy. Um, I don't really remember much about him. I just, I know that there was a spirit talking to me, but I, I, I'm... I was too small, but yeah, I would, I would definitely encourage it. It's not something you want to discourage at all. Um, yeah. I'll just say that, Justina, what I recall, she had two imaginary friends, and uh, my wife was very, um, I would say, um, sensible. Uh, I, I guess I didn't know what to think. And uh, she just, um, she didn't do anything to say, oh, don't be silly, or, or um, oh, don't be, don't, nobody has imaginary friends you're imagining it she she accepted it as reality and encouraged it so i'm very grateful yeah. to my wife's um wisdom i guess yeah um going on from doing the platform the readings is it normally um people in the audience wanting to know about departed relatives or or what 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 are the questions you get asked well so when it on the on the platform 
um, the demonstration that you don't tend to get asked questions. The way I kind of work is the spirit comes through to me um, and then gives me their evidence about themselves. Um, and then nine times out of ten, they'll show me where I'm going in the room. So I'll kind of get a feel and I'll I'll know who I'm going to. Or if I don't know exactly where I know, I know within sort of two foot um, where I'm going. Um, and then at that point, when I know that the, the, the person in the audience, the sitter, I call them, um, is aware of who they are and is confident they know who the, the spirit is, um, I'll then give the message. But I'll, I'll never give the message, whatever it might be, if they don't know who the spirit is, if you with me, because it wouldn't make sense. Um, so, yeah, I suppose, but on a, in a one-to-one situation, you, you get asked all, you get asked all sorts. I mean, the most common one is, what's the lottery numbers? And I always laugh and say, well, if I knew the lottery numbers, I wouldn't be sat here in, in lovely England. I'd be in a beach in Hawaii or something, you know? Um, I kind of, yeah, you, you do get all sorts of questions. You know, a lot of people want to know, it tends to be about relationships, tends to be, is my washing machine going to break? Um, <laughs> you know, well, yeah, you know, if you've got bricks in it, of course it is, you know? Um, you, you do get a huge mix. I mean, a lot of people, you know, is is health concerns, is financial concerns, is happiness concerns, relationship. Um, and I kind of have to rifle through who I read for. Um, and I get a feel and I kind of got a, a good, you know, people contact me and I kind of get a feel straight away whether they are genuine. Um, and in all honesty, the, first, the most the most obvious sign to me if, if someone's being genuine is the first question they'll ask me is how much do you charge? Um, and I tend to avoid those sort of people because um, it's not about making money. It's not about that sort of thing. You know, it's kind of I know then I'm, I'm in for a bit of a rough ride with them. Um it's you know kind of if people are interested in what I do then then I'm kind of pulled more towards them you know and I kind of feel like it's going to be more worthy now it's not that I'm picking and choosing but you know we've got a limited energy supply and you know I kind of I'd rather help the spirits that really need the help if you know what I mean as opposed to trying to pull somebody through to help somebody in the physical if you understand so on that um Let's go on to kind of what you mentioned about home clearings. Um, Marnie said you started doing home clearings and assisted with that. Uh, what's your whole process for a home clearing? How do you go about that? Do you go physically to the home? Do you do it remotely? How do you kind of perform those? Um, so I can do both. So with Marnie, um, obviously at the time, you know, I just met her. So it was kind of, for me, I'd done the reading. Things were... Um, you know, obviously we, we were kind of ending the evening and then suddenly she said to me, like, I think I've got something in the home. Um, and uh, the first time I had to work with my senses to start with because I didn't have my tools that I used. So I kind of went around and used my senses to find uh, the spirit that was going on around her. And I, I can do that again. I can't really explain how. I just I just kind of know, this, you know, clear knowing when you've got all six senses working. Um you know, the clear knowing sense kicks in. Um, but now what I do, any energy clearance I do, if, if it's obviously um, local to me, that I can drive to, I use divining rods, you know, rods that you'd use to find water. Um, they work the same with energy. So I will show somebody, um, I will show somebody their energy. So I'll walk in, I'll tell them exactly where their aura is. I'll walk into their energy. The, the rods will cross. I'll walk back out again. Um, I don't believe in things like ghost walks and things like that. Um, because I don't feel that I can, you know, that, that enough evidence can be given. Um, I like to physically prove what's going on. So let's say divining rods is my first thing. Pendulums, um, you can, you know, I use pendulums at certain times. 
Um, I use a, a Tibetan singing bowl. Um, and then what will happen is, <clears throat> at first I, I will use my senses to see where the spirit is. And then I use my rods or whatever it is to show the person in their home where the energy is. Um, and then kind of from there, I, I'm led by spirit, really. There's no, no two clearances are ever the same. So remotely, I can do. Um, and I can ask questions. I can ask yeses and noes with the pendulums. Um, they, they kind of give me a remote view so I can see um, from the comfort of my own home into, into people's spaces. Um, and you kind of, I look for dark spots. So I look for cloudy spots, um, foggy patches in rooms. And then I know that there's an issue there. Um, and then from there, like I said, I'm led by spirits. Like I said, I can literally be anything. There's no... To, in, in Marnie's case, um, it was a case of putting clear quartz in her house, collecting negative energy. Um, she had a, a, an attachment from back from, from a childhood attachment. Um, it was a, she'd been in some mines. Obviously, I didn't know any of this time. And I said to her, there's a, a mining lady who's attached to your energy here who I believe was looking for her husband. Is that right? Um, and she'd been with her sort of 15 years. And then Marnie said to me, oh, actually, do you know, about that sort of time, I, I did go into a mine or a cave or whatever it was. Um, so in her case, it was asking the spirit to, to, to go. They wouldn't. So I called upon my guides to come down and release the spirit. Um, and then the energy of the spirit was caught in the clear quartz crystals. Uh, and I gave Marnie clear instructions, you know, you put them in corners of the rooms, open the windows, light a candle, uh, and then throw away the crystal in the sea. Um, again, no two clearances are the same. They're all different. I should add, you both live by the coast, so going to the sea is not very far, right? <laughs> oh, no, it's, no it's, it's, it's three minutes. It's fantastic. Um, I guess a um, couple of things there. Um, there was one question I was going to ask, and my mind's gone completely blank, so I'll throw it over to Justina for the, for the next question. I think one um, interesting question the listeners might have is we keep discussing spirits and on this show, um, again, like dad said, we go through a lot of definitions. So um, Shane and Marnie both can answer this, but what exactly do you define as a spirit for all the listeners? So for me, the way I see the difference between spirit and um, ghosts, I see that ghosts are on a loop. Um, They you know they don't tend to communicate i've seen ghosts in my time they don't tend to communicate whereas a spirit a spirit is an energy a vibration um it's you know obviously that they move at a higher vibration to us hence why they can move around without us knowing um and for me you know i communicate with spirits like you know don't get me wrong ghosts possibly do communicate with people um not with me personally um and it tends to be you know ghosts i kind of believe that it's through trauma um, and it's kind of, you know, that lasting bit of energy here. That, that, that's my personal belief. I'm not saying I'm right, um, but that's how I kind of feel about it. How do you feel? Um, I, I don't have too much um, knowledge on it. Um, I do know when I've seen um, spirits, I've seen ghosts. I've seen a ghost once, and they were very, um, very, uh, they appeared very black and white to me, very hidden. Uh, they didn't want to communicate, so it was easy to tell the difference. Um, but that's been my only, my only sort of part in that. So when we talk about spirits, um, specifically you, Shane, have you dealt with good and bad spirits, or is it usually good spirits? 
Uh, well, until this year, um, I, I had only dealt with good spirits. Um, and this year I've had to deal with three negative energies. Um, as I said, so Marnie and I, when we, we met, we kind of got off on a rocky patch to start with. Um, I'd, I'd kind of felt I'd fallen for her during the reading. Um, and I was currently with somebody, um, and it was breaking up anyway. And I kind of made my feelings very clear. Now, um, Marnie told me to step away, quite rightly. Um, and what happened then for sort of three months, we didn't talk to each other. Um, and then she got back in contact this year, and a family member of hers had been feeling very low. Shane will have to leave that on a cliffhanger here for the listeners about the interesting information about you and Marnie. And again, thank you for being on the show. And you're listening to Too Good to Be True with Justina Marsh and Pete Marsh on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. a skeptic or a believer join me rob mcconnell as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the exxon radio tv show on xzbn and the exxon tv channel on simul tv since 1990 the exxon radio tv show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard together we'll investigate ufos aliens ghosts bigfoot psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next, we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember, X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light.
Welcome back to Too Good to Be True. And before the break, we're interviewing our guests, Shane and Marnie. Shane, who's a psychic medium, and Marnie, his partner, who also works closely beside him. And, Dad, can you continue? Yeah, just before the break, we were at a cliffhanger. We were mentioning a family member who was having a an issue with some negativity, and uh, we kind of left it hanging. Could you... Fill us in a little bit, Shane. Uh, yeah, so as I was saying, uh, Marnie and I weren't really communicating very well at the time. Um, and she got in contact. I kind of felt that she would. And she said to me, Look, I've got a family member who is really struggling. There's things going on. Would you help her? Um, obviously, I wanted to help her because obviously I wanted Marnie in my life. So, uh, yes, I did. We, we kind of met up. We put our differences aside. Um, and the family member turned up and what happened was I'd kind of, I, I didn't want her to tell me anything. I'm, I'm very much, I, I you know, I, do, I believe in don't feed the medium, so don't tell me anything. So I, I will never ask anyone to tell me what's going on. I always want to find out for myself. Um, and that's not to show off or anything. That's just, just so that I get a picture myself. Uh, and so that I also solidify that it's genuine, you know, because there's too many people that question. So I sat with uh, with this uh, with Marnie and the family member, and I basically was going through what was going on, um, and said, "Right, okay, so you have an energy around you. Where does it come from?" So I kind of asked in spirit to show me, uh, and basically what they'd shown me was they pretty much word for word what happened. They'd said to me, "Right, okay, so she's been the pub that she was working and living in at the time. There had been three visiting mediums on a night." Uh, one was table tipping, one was doing a planchette uh, or a, a Ouija board, um, and one was doing mediumship. Now, Marnie and her family member had sat with me previously, um, and I'd, I'd gone through meditation uh, with them, and I'd absolutely stressed the importance of protection to both of them first, because that's, that for me, if you haven't got protection, then you don't work spiritually. And that's the most fundamental, that's the most basic lesson I teach anybody that when I teach mediumship is protection first. So luckily, she'd had the insight to kind of go, hang on a minute, they've done no protection here. So she left the, the pub in which this was all going on because she didn't feel comfortable. Unfortunately, the damage was already done. Um, and obviously, we all know how Ouija boards work out. Uh, we've all seen The Exorcist. It's, it's very, very real. Um, I hadn't actually seen this negative energy before um and the way spirit worked with me i literally you know talking about the exorcist film i literally as i was looking at her family member um it literally showed me the picture of the exorcist so i knew what i was dealing with straight away uh, i was dealing with an entity um and it did frighten me i'm not gonna lie it did frighten me because it's not something i've ever come across before um so i had to call upon my guides and ask for help and support and say look what we're we gonna do um, and it took, I would say, a couple of months to deal with it properly. So the way in which I work when I have negative energies like that, I invite the spirit to leave the person they're attached to um, and attached to my energy. Um, and then I've got a, a guide who comes in, and his name is Big Cloud. He's a Native American Indian. Um, he's my healing guide. He works with energies around me, and he removes energy from me. Um so I invite, invited that spirit to attach to me. I, you know, there had been some significant health issues that couldn't be couldn't be explained by the, the doctors, the GPs, 
um, all sorts of things going on that I, I kind of, you know, had been told by Spirit. And again, this was all confirmed by Marnie. Um, and suddenly, once I'd kind of recognised these things and removed this Spirit, all these all these health concerns had stopped. There was all sorts going on. There was blood tests being taken, all sorts, and they couldn't find the problem. I removed that energy, and suddenly it all stopped. So... What I had to do then for every week, Marnie and I were working and we were putting in healing, we were working slowly and, and my guy was taking away, was chiseling away this energy piece by piece and dispersing it into the, you know, into the universe um, very slowly. So that, that was my first experience of a negative energy. Um, and then a couple of months later, once things had kind of, um, you know, Marnie and I kind of got back on track then, um, I got introduced again to the second time to who we call the rebel angel, who is Marnie's grandmother, um, who passed. And she, she was, she's kind of guided me throughout, uh, you know, my time with Marnie, uh, and Marnie's sister. We found out that there'd been some, some concerns with her too. Um, and this time I sat in and I'd looked at this, this energy, uh, and I was dealing with a demonic energy this time, which, which really did scare me. Um, and I sat there one night and I was meditating with Marnie and I was going through the energies around her sister and Marnie was sat next to me and the spirit was whispering in my ear that if I don't back off, he's going to take her, um, which really frightened me because I was thinking, no, I don't need this. Um, and Marnie had said to me, I want to feel this, this energy had attached itself to my energy, something really bad. Marnie had said to me, I want to feel this energy, I want to feel this energy. And I said, no, you can't. It's too powerful. Um, and the rebel angel had said, no, not doing it. Marnie kept on and on and on and on. Um, so she said, the rebel angel said to me, yeah, okay, let's do this. Um, so I, I allowed her to link with my energy. And within 10 seconds, she felt horrendous, didn't you? How did you feel? Absolutely terrible, completely drained. I didn't have an ounce of energy left. Just felt awful. And it, it kind of makes you feel, you know, this particular energy made you feel depressed, made you feel bad thoughts. It was a real strong energy. But you have to kind of override that working with the light, working with the, you know, the, the white light of, of the spirit is stronger. So it took me six months. And we only kind of got over it the last couple of months. Again, it's the same process. Chiseling small amounts away. Um, and there's been a few times where I've actually felt excruciating physical pain, um, particularly on my heart. I tend to find that where, when spirit attaches me, they are attached to my spine or my heart, um, and it's almost like somebody's squeezing it, and I get in some serious pain, and then my guide comes in, and I, I can't control when he comes in all the time because he comes in when I really need him, um, and he just takes energy away from it, and I'm absolutely exhausted. And it took me months to, to get through it. Um, it was quite terrifying, wasn't it? It was a, a hell of an experience. Um, and we just get attacked out of nowhere. You know, suddenly Marnie would message me from work saying she's feeling really rough, really negative. Um, and then I would kind of be saying, OK, right, I'm sending you healing. You need to, through the power of intent, send me all your, your horrible feelings. Send it to me and I'll, I'll look after you. You know, I'll kind of look after you and protect you. So my energy was constantly going into feeding Marnie remotely. And it just, yeah, it was, it, was, um, it was an experience. And then eventually, um, the Rebel Angel helped us with the energy removal. Um, 
and which she's done on a few occasions. She, she's kind of helped us. We've had some spirit release to do some good, some bad. Um, yeah, so that's what we had to do. We had to invite angels down to protect us, um, and they came to us through, through meditation. Um, Pegasus energy we've worked, we work with, um, and obviously that's the purest of energies. Um, and they came and they helped us remove. It was brilliant. So you mentioned that Ouija boards were used, um, probably that invited these negative spirits in. We've mentioned Ouija boards before in the show. I know they kind of creeped that out. But what do you have to say for the listeners who think Ouija boards are just a toy? I mean, they're sold in a lot of toy stores, especially in the U.S. here. What would you tell listeners who are thinking of buying a Ouija board? I, I personally would avoid them like the plague. I wouldn't go anywhere near a Ouija board. They're not something to be messed with. Um, you know, I've seen there are there is a, a spirit, a, sorry, spirit. There is a medium local to me who uses a, a form of Ouija board in, in a light way. Um, and, he, you know, through the light, even I find that a little bit like, oh, I'm not really too keen on it. Um, I just feel that opening up to, to spiritual whatever, you know, to, to all spiritual energies is not a wise move. Uh, negative energies, I can say, they, they can really do some damage. Uh, like I say, the, the, the dealings I've had with demonic energies have been quite terrifying. Um, because, and again, I had no experience in what to do. And you kind of, yeah, it, it's just a terrifying experience. You, you, I would, I just, I just wouldn't go anywhere near it. <laughs> what, what would you? What is the difference between a demonic energy and just a negative energy? I mean, I guess both are very negative. Um, for me, my experience, well, I, I was literally told this is a demonic energy um, and it was much darker. This energy was, like I said, he was, was whispering in my ear um, and it was it was telling me bad things. It was it was nasty. It was making me feel very, very negative. Um, it made Marnie feel very, very negative. It made her feel very low. Um, and it, it kind of it almost toys with you. And it basically showed me all of my sort of inner fears and a lot of what it showed me and projected to me was about my son because it would know that that would terrify me and upset me and and I'd back off. And um, that was a big learning curve and Shane was next to me and he's saying to me, you're stronger than it, carry on, you're absolutely fine, ignore what it's saying or what it's trying to project to you. Um, but that was, yeah, terrifying experience. You, know, you, quite, you see the films, we've all seen The Exorcist again. Obviously, there's, you know, there's a Hollywood twist on that, but it is pretty much, um, you know, it kind of that that sort of thing. It can do. It can impress some seriously strong energies on you, and in, in your mind, certainly. And that was what I had to say to Marnie. And you have to be. No, I am stronger than you. Um, so the night it was telling me that it was going to take Marnie, um, I had to say to it, No, you're not. I'm stronger than you are. You can't affect me. You're going to go now. We have to go into the break here. Um, maybe we'll discuss something a little more cheerful after the break. But again, we have guests joining us from the UK here. And you're listening to Too Good to Be True with Justina Marsh and Pete Marsh on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net.
If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar's sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzuli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I dot net. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide 15 exclusive channels like Exxon, Sci Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Memorable dynamic presentations are a not so secret weapon in the business world. Do you have a powerful message that must be shared, but you haven't found a way to deliver that message? Do you want to be known as a top public speaker who gets amazing results? Are you ready to create and deliver your powerful message? Thomas Hydes can help you create and deliver your speech to get the results you desire. Visit iconquality.com. Did you expect your business to flourish, but instead it plateaued or didn't get off the ground yet? Would you like to achieve massive goals and discover new sources of income within your business? When you're ready to experience that type of success with fast results, Cindy Hendricks is the business coach for you. Her work with entrepreneurs and business owners has been life-changing. To get you and your business where you want to be, go to imaginemoresuccess.com. 
the fear of public speaking stalled your business or personal life? What would you Welcome give to develop to and maintain supreme confidence? And listeners, Have you're not imagining it. I am the only person here with an American accent today. Since Imagine we have two guests from the UK, my cousin Marty and her partner Shane, and of course my dad, life-changing called Stalled Number One Fear, Unleashed. Visit numberonefear.com so uh, there's just that. Uh, let's move on to other subjects now, though. Um, um, you mentioned earlier reading somebody's aura. Can you explain what you meant by that? Yeah. So when I when I read an aura, um, I don't know if you're aware of a Kalian camera. You can have a photo taken. It shows lots of colours. Um, now the way I kind of read auras, I train people uh, when I, when I teach people to read auras, I tell them to look above somebody's head. And slightly to the right, and kind of, kind of lose concentration with your eyes, and kind of squint your eyes very slightly. And what you'll see is like a bubble around somebody very close in, um, and you'll see lots of colours. Now those colours have lots of meanings. Obviously, we've we've got multiple chakras. We tend to deal with the seven main chakras. Um, so if I'm looking at somebody with a purple aura, it kind of means that they're an overthinker, or certainly overthinking at the moment. Um, and obviously, you have multiple colours in your aura. So for me, your aura is kind of representing how you feel um, and you're kind of working with a psychic ability there to to see. Now, it's something anybody can do with, with kind of, there's no formal training for an aura. Um, yeah, so your aura holds energy, you know, kind of thoughts, feelings, things from the day that you haven't kind of really got rid of. Um, it doesn't tend to necessarily be deep-rooted feelings in an aura. It tends to be more things on the surface um, as a rule. So, yeah. Just a thought on auras. We did a show on indigo children and other children that have seen have different auras. Have you noticed different uh, different auras in people that might set them apart? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Marnie's son is an indigo child, um, okay. which I told her before I met her. Um, and when I kind of went through the traits, when we went through them online, she kind of said to me, actually, yeah, that, that kind of matches. Uh, my sister is, is a crystal child. She's hugely empathetic. She's, you know, she, she's very emotionally deep rooted. So, yeah, I mean, I can spot those sort of children a mile off. Um, let's call them children. They're not always children. You know, my, my sister's 18, so she's not a child. But, um, yeah, it, it's... You spot them a mile. You just and again, there's no train. There's no rhyme or reason for that. It just you just tend to notice. You know, you just you something significant, or you tend to be told. You know that that's how they are. If you're with me. Yeah. Um. One thing I should have asked earlier, and that was uh, if I already asked it, I'm getting senile. But could we go through the mechanics of putting up protection? Because um, it seems like if you get involved in anything spiritual, as you stated, that you open yourself up if you're not too careful. Mm -hmm. So for me, I believe when I when I teach my my group, um, I teach them to keep it very simple. Now, some people can imagine lotus flowers opening um, and, and spend half an hour keeping, you know, doing protection. For me, I keep it very, very simple because it is the most fundamental thing um, in in spiritualism, I believe. Now, I keep it very simple. I will simply ask my guides to protect me. 
allows them to protect who I'm working with, where I'm working, protect my possessions and my belongings. Um, and I ask them to surround me with bubbles. Um, and, and again, we're closing down. I always thank them. You know, you always thank them for working with you, thank them for protecting you, keeping you safe. Um, ask them to clear my energy for me at the end of every reading or every sitting or, uh, and ask them to protect my home, protect wherever I am working and those around me. Um, you know, you think there's lots of different ways you can do it. You can imagine roots growing from the ground into your feet to, to kind of ground you, uh, all sorts, really. So certainly when I taught Marnie, I taught her to to uh, use a bubble or a cloak, whatever it is she feels comfortable with, um, violet flame, violet fire. You know, again, like I say, just keep it very, very simple, but it is the most fundamental thing and you must always use, um, you know, ask for protection for, for safety reasons, really. And uh, so they only allow the, the positive energies to, to work with you and no, no negative energies, if you're with me. Right. I've heard people just say shields up if they're in a hurry, a Star Trek reference, which I found quite amusing. But anyway, um, what what other gifts have you got? Uh, you mentioned uh, quite a few already. Um, what other activities are you involved in? Um, so I've been through a stage of, like I said, I've sort of done house clearing, energy clearing. Um, I've worked trance work with my guides. My guides will link with me and take control of my vocal cords um, and we'll discuss philosophy with, with whoever's listening. One-to-one um, -one readings, um, past life regression, uh, all sorts, really. I kind of, it's almost endless what they do with me. I kind of, there's nothing I haven't, you know, kind of physical mediumship is another thing that kind of jumped at me. Um, most of my year this year has been energy work, if I'm honest. Um, I kind of, you know, I've been lucky enough to be able to see sort of how houses were before they were knocked down, if you're with me. Um, kind of like, like blueprints of houses, I suppose they show me. Um, so yeah, it's been a wild ride really for the last five or six years. So what are your thoughts on the people that perhaps um, make a living out of mediumship uh, or maybe clairvoyance um, who are telling us that um, Harry and, 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 uh, and, her, and his new bride will end up uh, having a terrible marriage and so forth? Um, you know, obviously, I, I, Nostradamus was a, a kind of, you know, a, he kind of predicted things. Me personally, I I don't massively go for people who try to make a living out of mediumship. Um, I know that I will never make a, a full living out of mediumship. Um, it's not something I would want to do. I believe that there are there's a lot of ego in mediumship, uh, which is a very sad thing to see. Um, for me, you know, it's it's lovely to make money. Don't get me wrong, and and there should be an exchange when there's you know, when your readings are being done because you're and at the end of the day you're giving up energy. Um now I know mediums that charge a packet of bonios, you know, dog biscuits for their dogs. Um I know people that charge a bottle of wine. Um for me, like I say I've been around a lot of mediums that are very greedy when it comes to money and I see them fail all the time because they suddenly lose insight, you know, they kind of they lose what they're doing, you know, and I kind of always say in all my demonstrations you know, I am just a tool for the spirit world. I'm no different than a tarot card or an oracle card. You know, I, I can talk, you know, so I'm not when people clap me and say I'm brilliant, I'm fantastic. I get a little I don't get upset, but I kind of, very, you know, I say, no, actually, I'm not. At the end of the day, spirit are working with me. I've done nothing. I'm, I'm just communicating. 
um, because you know, you know, like I say, I'm no different than an oracle card, angel card. Um, I do it because I like to help people. And I, you know, it's a running joke between me and Marnie. I like to see people crying um, during my readings because it's for me. I know I've connected with them then, and I know that I've helped them, and I've helped the spirit. Uh, and that is why I'm so selective about who I read for, um, because, you know, again, it's not about praying on the week, not about making money. It's about communicating and helping, if you're with me. Yes, I, I'm, I appreciate that. It's kind of comments I've heard from Justina, so that sounds very familiar. I think I would like to ask uh, Marnie uh, where she thinks she's going with her spiritual journey and uh, her general thoughts on... <laughs> being so close to somebody who's so gifted um shane has told me that um that i'm a healer um i'm yet to discover that for myself so um i am reiki attuned shane has done that for me um so i'm quite excited to see where that leads um because i haven't haven't discovered that for myself but if that's my path then then that's where i'll go I should say that both Justina and myself are Reiki attuned as well, so we've been through the process, and uh, we see great benefits from it. Um, but um, having the time to practice it is really the, the difficult part. I mean, on on uh, to help the community. Um, Marnie's also been involved in some spirit release, soul midwifery, um, with, like through me. She hasn't experienced it on her own, but she has kind of been through those sort of things she's been through the past life regression stuff as well which you know with guidance from spirit she can do um she she's, tends to be my wing woman with that really um i tend to use her we, we'll kind of go through a meditation together with whoever it is we're doing if it's past life regression or something um and i will say to her what do you see what do you see what do you see so that she's actually seeing what's going on um so she's very much in, in tune but just hasn't kind of got the confidence yet to kind of acknowledge that, if you're with me. Yeah, you mentioned soul midwifery, and I think we have to wrap, start wrapping things up. But I think that could be a subject of a whole uh, another show that we might do. So uh, maybe I should throw it over to Justina. Yeah, I just want to take a few moments here to thank our guests, um, Shane and Marnie, for coming on the show today. Again, this is a first for us on Too Good To Be True. We've never had a guest before or multiple guests. So we want to thank you guys. And Shane, if you could mention your Facebook page again, how people can get a hold of you so that the listeners can contact you. And yeah, if you would mention that again. Absolutely. So Shane Affleck Psychic Medium on Facebook. Um, I don't have a website, so yeah, if you want to catch me, you, more, you can do so on there. Well, I'll mention our Facebook page at Too Good To Be True with the first two spelled T-W-O or our Instagram page at T-W-O-G-T-B-T. And if you have any suggestions for future shows, please contact us. And if you want to be a guest on our show, we are now opening it up. Please contact us with a brief bio um, about yourself. And as always, thank you so much for, to the listeners and we look forward to next week's show.